This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. said would you like to introduce it hello welcome to nobody panic in a medieval time in a medieval life we are continuing our journey me and my friend tessa who's singing in the background sorry no sorry that's a monk and tessa is talking now but the monk has just gone away he's He's gone away he he couldn't he couldn't hold that vocal note he's pissed off because he wants to know more about dungeons and dragons (laughs) which is something that we wanted to do this year which is you know we've done crypto and nfts and what's the next logical (laughs) choice what do people who like crypto and nfts also like dungeons Dungeons and and dragons Dragons. but it's just things that we want to know more about and are interested in and tessa absolutely blew my mind on the Nobody Panic book tour when we are on the train and just told me all about how she plays Dungeons and Dragons with our mutual great pal Dungeons and Dragons Master? No. Yes. No. Dungeon okay. Master. That is the correct term for you, is it not? People say DM to make it sound cool, okay. but it stands for Dungeon Master. So if you want to slide into someone's DMs, yeah. you could mean you're sliding <laughs> yeah, into the, someone's Dungeon Master. Yeah, they need to talk to your Dungeon Master before they can talk Owen. to you. Firstly, hello, Owen. Uh, hi. It's hello. Owen. <laughs> hello, Owen. It's Owen. It's Thanks for if, having me on. Thank you so much for uh, being here. Owen came to our um, book launch and uh, a, f- a few sheets to the wind took me to one side and said, I want to come on the podcast and talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. <laughs> It's true, but it <laughs> yes. feels like slander. <laughs> no, I think it's really pure and good. I'd and I, had a few drinks, yeah. and I was like, I often just talk to people about it. Yeah. Now can we do it on the pot? Yeah. Yes, 100%. I'm really, really into it. I'm not, very excited you're here. But not only are we going to talk about Dungeons & Dragons on the pod, we're also, for patron listeners, patreon.com slash panic, going to play a game Live, live, and live, and then record, and then not live when you listen to it. So please go there and subscribe to listen to the absolute carnage that will be me 
I don't. You can't even use any of the t- terms because I don't play it. Tessa, you do. Yes. And also just to uh, introduce Owen, if you have got your um, finger on the British live comedy pulse. Yes, I didn't know if you wanted to be No, uh, sure. Do you want to like be a secret? Sure. Yeah. Oh if Owen God. is... I can be uh, your mutual friend and have a job. He's the DM of my, my dungeons. <laughs> and he's the MD uh, of... Uh, my dragons. Uh, of my dragons. <laughs> He's very empty. He's the managing director of uh, the nation's greatest live comedy network, uh, Burke's Nest. But if you're not necessarily on the live comedy pulse, you might be like, what's that then? We produce Tessa's shows. Yeah, they produce Only my Tessa's. Show. Only Tessa's. Only Tessa's. Only Tessa's. <laughs> a whole company based around <laughs> yeah. just Tessa's shows. There's hundreds of them helping me. No, so that's Owen. But he's also uh, in lockdown. You'd never done it before, is that true? Yeah, that's, that's totally true. A group of friends who had all... We'd been talking for some time about like, oh, maybe we should play Dungeons and Dragons. Wouldn't that be funny? Like a lot of us, you know, grew up mm-hmm. watching Lord of the Rings films and mm-hmm. reading fantasy bo- books and, um, you know, was like, maybe we should do that. And then about two months into lockdown, we were like, we cannot do another Zoom pub quiz. Oh yeah. my God, no. And somebody is the, as you've said, dungeon master mm. and basically like sets the scene, runs out like the consequences of what you choose to do mm-hmm. um, and generally like keeps everything moving mm-hmm. along or tries to. I think that's it, it. the part that throws people away is that throws people away, throws people off is that they're like, so it's it's fantasy and it's role play inverted commas and I, and I have to be somebody else? An question elf? Mark. I'm an elf? And do I have to do a voice and a bit? And then, and then sorry, and then there's maths is there so then everybody gets themselves like, oh, I don't think it's for me. And, and my introduction to it was Owen put out on his Instagram story. Does anyone want to play Dungeons and Dragons? This was at the, this was lockdown two. Lockdown two, and it took us an extremely long time to grasp the concept. And we're still playing. Oh, we're still playing. Are you? What's the name of the game? Minds of the, the Lost Minds of Fandelva. I keep calling it the, the Minds of Maritithus. So, like, you can run your own games that you come up from scratch, or you can. They're like published books and games that you can the do. books are very thick. They're very thick. Uh, but as a player, no, you don't you do. need to read anything. And oh, as a great. DM, you don't really need to read So that's the thing. You think like, fucking hell, I'm not reading that book. But as a player, you don't need to do anything. The dungeon mm-hmm. master will just lead you and will be like, you're now in a wood. And you're like, fantastic. <laughs> but this. then sometimes you'll be like, sometimes you'll be like, sorry, what happens if we, what, um, what's the language of these people or whatever that you meet? And then somebody uh, will have to be like, very good question. And then the book, the book will come out and you have to flick to the back and then be like, mm. and then, you know, so that's what the big book is. It's like, and there are, like a, there are a lot of books. Yeah. Like if you really get into it, there's like the player's handbook, which outlines like all of the options for you. Like if you're making a character and all the blah, blah, blah. And then there's a dungeon master's guide and then there's the monster manual and then there's like tons and tons of stuff. You don't need any of it. Right. Yeah. You don't need like any genuinely, of it. if you, if you've never played, I think the, the lost minds of, of Fandelva is, it's like, published as the starter set so it comes with a set of dice it comes with pre-made characters i think the thing that was really surprised me is like how incredibly funny it is like funny that people don't know funny what people's choices they're making with their like stuff just like it's a a lovely laugh and also i hadn't realized i remember we played our first session and i was like fucking hell and it's 11 p.m like we've got to kill these goblins and then you were like okay well let's pick this up next time and i was like oh i see we stay in the world and we stay in these characters and we carry on and we just pick up this fight the way we left off and we keep doing this campaign. And we've been playing the minds, the lost minds of Fandalva 
for a year. We ain't seen no mines. We haven't even we haven't got to the mines yet. You know, so that's how much time we've been like wasting, just like Which wandering I think is, around. I doing think stuff. says a lot about uh, the group that we play with. Yeah. Explain to me what it is. Like, what yeah. is it? Because it's when you're talking about well on this on this all of these things like how do you go on those things and like is it a board game well, I know it's not but like what's the it would, people listening it would technically be called a tabletop role playing game okay uh, which has a long and complicated history that I do not know mm-hmm. as a genre stretching back to the sort of sixties seventies um, what we're talking about is Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition. There have been multiple variations of the game, and this is the most recent from like seven, eight, nine years ago. Okay. Um, And effectively, you sit around a table or a virtual table. The dungeon master will set the scene of where you are, and you each play fantasy characters. Okay. So you could choose to be... A witch, please. A witch. <laughs> Great choice. Do you, want to, do you want to build on your witch? So just in our group, there is... And also what a nice thing about playing as a team is like if you all... So a cleric is like basically a vicar. I'm who very, chooses cleric? I know, who chooses fucking cleric? But then it turns out, I was like, who chose the cleric? But then as you get better and better at fighting, the cleric turns out to have really impressive uh, religious powers of, of fighting. <laughs> With like a big wow. hot sword <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> so it's basically a bit like top trumps. So you don't want to have like everybody a bleeding cleric because then you're like, well, now we've all got the same set of skills. But if it's mm-hmm. like somebody is incredibly tall and strong, but they're not, any, and so that they've got like top trump, pa- strong power. But then someone is like, I'm a dwarf, but I'm also, but I'm like good at magic. So you're like, okay, great. Now we've got a strong guy, a magic guy. Let's get some other people. Let's go on who's good at healing. Mm. Someone who's good at languages. Like make sure we get like all our skills set. A cleric who's uh, good at languages. <laughs> get out, vicar. Who chose you? <laughs> Who gets into fantasy to become to be a cleric? <laughs> to be a cleric? You've, really, you've really undersold it with calling it a vicar. But... I'm sorry. I just think cleric is so boring. So I play as a, a half, um, a sort of cookie elf wizard. Yeah. So you can choose a lineage mm. and then you can choose your class. So you can be a fighter, a rogue, a wizard, a druid who gets their powers from nature. Oh, quite like the thought of a druid. Yeah. Mm. Um, So you can be a witch druid. I'm a witch druid. We can make a witchy druid. I'm a witchy druid. Do you need to call it a bit a witch druid? Well, like witches. And this is what happens every time (laughs) I say, let him do that. Okay, (laughs) a witch elf. A witch elf. Yeah, we can make that work. Do you want to have some druid in there? No. Okay. <laughs> Which doesn't actually exist as a class, so but we will can. we will build it somehow. I tell you that it can. This is how we. This is the energy that Tessa brings so, to yeah. every table. Well, no, but there is. There, there definitely is. I've done it. So there we go. That's happened now. So the important thing is that one of our party is pay- playing as a massive crow. He's just. <laughs> he is a big crow, and. <laughs> So when he, this. this is what got me in on the train when he told me this story. And like when he, so it's like when we very first met as a group, we were like walked into this tavern, and it's like in walks this character, and Owen's like describing all the characters walking in, and he was like, and then behind them is the like wrap of talons on the floor, as in comes a human sized crow, and so he plays as a crow, and also the crow is a monk. <laughs> so like that's. So, the crow is a monkey. He's got this like big backstory. The crow flies around and punches people. The crow flies around. He's obsessed with every time we like interrogate a goblin. He like asks their pronouns. He's like obsessed. <laughs> he makes everyone a smoothie. He's got this whole thing going on. And uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like you can just be like anything, anything you want. But I be. think that I think that character is a very good example of how Chris, who who plays who plays the crow, who plays the crow. <laughs> 
Croman, to give Croman, it a full title. Uh, the surname is uh, a Boogie Pop. Croman Boogie Pop. <laughs> My name is Thoromir, son of Gandalhoun. <laughs> yeah, he thought that. But I, I think I think Chris's Croman is a very good example of like there's there's so much which is like the official rules, which is yes, he's this race called Aracocra, which is like big birds. And then he's a So monk. is that from within world? That's a real thing. It's a real thing. Oh, God's he sake. wasn't just like, can I be a big bird? And I was like, yeah. Oh. So I, I might can have now been, see that that's what does... Tessa thought has happened. No, there. no, no, yes. no. Oh, it, it okay. exists in the in the Okay, in the fine, fine. Um but all the stuff about him like loving smoothies and having like all of this <laughs> stuff. It's not in the book. It's not in the book. <laughs> It, but that is like how Chris, over time, you know, he didn't turn up at that first table being like, I know everything about this character. But stuff, be- be- events right. and yeah. things between all of you have just like cemented those characters. For the books, like what kind of witch do you want to be? Do you want to like um, do necromancy or uh, potions? Or do you want to be a good witch or an evil witch? Or okay. do you want to... Um... And there will be things that are within the book, within the characterization of the game. So yeah, you can yeah, kind yeah. of fit in what you would like to be within and, that. And now that will give you and like then. special skills or abilities or okay. access to certain spells or mm-hmm. and the best thing is that when you start out at level one there is very little to actually like choose and stuff okay. that you then like get put on your side of the table right. and then as you guys keep playing and, l- and l- do more stuff and level up yeah. then you get access to like all of these like crazy bits and pieces but you would so- not starts there how you so how do you how do you move through the games yes okay do you level up how do you your dm will be like this is where we are these are the things you can see say but where but say uh okay you walk into a tavern we'll start in the classic um there's a bard playing i'm already excited (laughs) but we've also got to save a little bit the actual actual game playing this is just an example yeah yeah everybody Um, if you want more of this in a corner there's uh, a roaring fireplace uh from a hearth and there's uh two strangers in deep in conversation up at the bar Mm -hmm. uh the two of you walk in it's fairly quiet in here other than the bard's music i'm so in (laughs) what would you like to do so and then you guys make Decision. So, like, there's okay. nothing else. The thing else. is, we don't. We, he's shown us. If like a video, I can game, just get a tit out. You can get a tit out. <laughs> but then here's the. Okay, what do you? What's your objective with getting a tit out? So that I cause a diversion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that you can get your faff out. Okay. Now here is what's the objective of me getting my faff out? So that we can cause a diversion <laughs> to get the two people at the bar looking over this way, so that you can run around and steal some ale. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> so now the exciting thing is, and this is where I was like, okay, my tits out. I've done it. And then Owen was like, okay, now you have to roll your dice. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is when it's like, how well did the tit go? <laughs> and oh, and depending this. depending on how you've built that character or what that character's skills are, right. you could be innately better or worse. It's not just completely random in the dice. Okay. That dice roll will have what's called modifiers. So pluses or minuses. Okay. To it. So, so if you are a if you're a if you're a sexy little bard yeah. who's got three tits and gets a tit <laughs> out, you you know, I might ask for a performance check or a, or that? a deception check to like draw attention to yourself. So like on the top trumps thing, you as a sexy witch druid, yeah. you've got like very high on ma- you've scored like uh, what are they what out of what are they out of the top trumps? The top trumps. Like these, the, like these. Well, why don't I... No, me. Here's a, the, uh, 
here's a, a character sheet <laughs> Thank to you. have a look at. Okay. So it says things like for strength, for anyone, because obviously uh, podcasting is innately audio. We can, we can put up links for this as we well. We can. I'm oh, sure. Wow. For, right? So strength. What a yeah. So out, it says minus one in a big thing and then a little thing says eight. So is that like out of a possibility of eight, I've got minus one strength? No. Right. What's that mean? I'm um, a light foot halfling. You're a light foot <laughs> halfling. Um, uh, your strength is eight. For some reason, okay. all of the scores are out of 20. I think that's just a historical okay. thing. Uh, you're not very strong, which means that your strength modifier. So if I, if you were like, well, I want to pick up this Sorry. barrel. Yeah. I'd be like, give me a strength check. I'll say Use, eight. You know. Oh. <laughs> minus one. You'd minus one okay. on top of whatever you roll on your dice. Oh, that's so good. Okay, because I'm weak. Whatever the number I roll on my dice will be minus one, so I'm less likely to be able to do the strong thing because I'm not very strong. Okay. That was a very eloquent summation of my well rambling. Done. Thank you. This um, is great. Here are some dice. <gasps> Owen has just handed me what I could only be described as a velvet bag. <laughs> and there's some for you to And I'm opening up. It's oh like my <laughs> God, the most beautiful thing. Whoa, there's a triangle <laughs> dice. People listening. There's like a eight-sided dice, I think that is. There's a... Oh my god, a nine twenty sided dice? Yes. So this is this is That's your main you die. Everything else put Access. them to the side. Okay, for considering that this is a beginner's episode, let's put all the other ones to the side. But oh we might god. come back to one of them. They're so beautiful will. and they look like they've made out of space. <laughs> <They're> so, <laughs> nice. so I've got I, I want to get my tit out. Sure. Yeah. So what's what your do I, do? I might say uh okay. give me a give me a performance check. Uh what does performance so check mean? This is under your skills. Yes. Uh, Performance is plus five. Oh, that's quite five. good. That's good. That's okay. real good. So whatever I roll, you have to add five, and that will. S- but how do I? How do we know? So say if it's a twenty-sided dice. Are we saying? Do we know by just uh, ten and above means I actually get the tit out? How do we know the, that? Okay. So well, roll and see what happens. Okay. You do. Okay. Right. So I'm going to roll, everybody. I'm rolling. I've got eight plus five is thirteen. Thirteen. So I'd be like, as you pull your tit out. <laughs> Yeah. Yes! The two strangers at the bar turn round to look at you and the right. bard stops playing. Amazing. So, so it's and the DM sets the difficulty level. That's so getting your tit out is not that hard, I would <laughs> yeah. say. And therefore, like I was ten was the, the thing that you were trying to beat, but okay. you're not gonna get told that in advance. So if I so if I'd have rolled, I don't know, two and had got seven or whatever, what would you have then said? Um uh, a button pings off <laughs> and hits Tessa's character in the face, <laughs> you fall over, <laughs> a, a drink goes flying, but nobody looks at the two of you because they're deep in conversation. I love this. Okay, so ten was the marker that you decided that they w- that the objective of me getting my tit out would be um, reached. Yes. Right. I see. Okay. 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 I'm starting to understand. What did you want to do? Get some ale from behind the bar. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I. Has anyone looked at the tit? Sorry. Did anyone? Look yes. Around? People yeah, do. All, oh, everyone's looking. They're all okay, looking. Okay. I am gonna um, uh, like. Uh, I'm gonna get like Cameron Diaz, like backflip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like walk, like a uh, in Charlie's like walking. Angels. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> Sorry. Char- I'm gonna walking. Charlie's Angels, like backflip, right, around the corner uh, and behind the bar and get the ale and come back again. Cool. Uh, so I'm gonna then ask for a stealth check. My stealth which sits... modifier on here. Oh, I've got a star beside it. You're in really heavy armor. The character <laughs> you picked up. 
So, so you have what's called a disadvantage. So advantage and disadvantage is like another core bit of the the fifth edition rules. Where advantage, you roll twice and you take the higher. Disadvantage, you roll twice and you take the lower. You're clanging around in your armor. So so say roll the I, dice twice. Roll nineteen, and then I'll go again. Seven. So you obviously take the seven because it's disadvantage. Uh, oh, because it's a disadvantage. But right, okay. if it was on advantage, you get that nineteen, 19 and that is okay. obviously the second to the best you can possibly do. And all of this, and so just to take it slightly away from actually playing the game and, and talking about how to play the game, is that all of this is. As a player, you can ask questions at any point. I think that's a fear that when you start going, it's like, oh, God, I've got to know everything. And so I've got to know it's my advantage with my higher and my lower. But I could just say to you, like, oh, what does that mean again, Owen? And yeah, you ideally go, you have one person around the table who has played before. And I think that's like all you need. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It feels like if you're starting out, this would be a the a best thing to do is play with people that you are friends with and know because you'd have more fun rather than barreling into a Dungeons and Dragons like you know forum. That would be my advice in like any format. Okay. The, the, I think that the, for anything, <laughs> yeah, for yeah, anything, do it with your friends. I think the joy in it. There are many joys, but I think one of the main ones is uh, playing a game that is collaborative. So mm. there's no winner or loser. Right, oh, yeah. like even though the DM is like playing all the bad guys, you don't like win or lose other than like everybody around the table. And so doing that with friends is like real good because I think mm. most of the games that we play, particularly as adults, are like competitive. I when we hate do play, games. yeah, I really don't like them. And I think that's like so special. It's the first time I've played like I guess like Pandemic is a board game that is like collaborative, mm. and you will win or lose. But like for the most part. D&D, it was like, oh, wow, this is, we're all on, we're all on the same adventure. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a bit of fun. You you can't die. Oh, you can die. But can, but what happens if like, so I got a tit out and I died. (laughs) You got a tit out and you died, sure. (laughs) So like, do I just not play anymore? There are many options. Oh, great. Depending what, uh, depending how like, 
high level you are, mm-hmm. a cleric, for example, that Uh-oh, odd vicar, vicar, he's coming back, might have like resurrection powers. I see. So you need someone in your team to have healing powers. Or you could go and find a sort of NPC that, that? might be like a, a non player character. Oh. Who lives in the world? You might go and find a cleric because you're making the decision. So if it's like, so say if if like Tessa died doing a backflip, yeah. yes. which is quite likely, it's, it's uh, very possible considering the armor. And I put my tip back in, and no, and I don't have any healing powers, but it's just me and her. We could be like, what if one of the bards? Let's go and ask one of the bards if he can call an ambulance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And then the ambulance, you can then make up what the ambulance was. Okay, right. That's but really then if fun. you if you truly you tried to. Get to roll the dice, see you if the roll the dice, arrives. see if the ambulance arrives. Okay. You drag me into the woods and try and meet a wizard and try and get me back. Like oh, you could try great. so many things to get me back, but if you truly couldn't, you, my dead character, I could come back um, as like a big bird. I could come back as I could play a different <laughs> you, character, a new character that people yeah. meet along so the way. The the the, half, the whoever I was playing the back flipper, he's gone, right. but now I'm back as um, a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I'm a, I'm a traveling. Um, I'm a traveling carnival uh, elf, you know, or like I've got a new, right. totally new character. But now I, Tessa, I'm back in the game. Great. Okay. You know, so and then never, would you, you create a new? Because what uh, anyone listening, what I've got in front of me is this like character sheet with lots of like in depth perception lots and stuff. points, so that whatever you do, you can then roll the dice and kind of figure out what it is, what how you'll do with it. But like, if you came back as a carnival elf, yes. would you have to create? <laughs> Yeah. All of that. All of that again. Okay, right, fine. Yeah. And it can you're... be really hard to get to like let a character go once you've played like yes. long enough. There's a, je- a real jeopardy of death, but we haven't died. And like we, in the middle of a fight, I gave up. I really thought the crow, sometimes he makes crazy choices. <laughs> the crow was doing like a bit and I was like, stop doing that bit. We're all going to die in here. And he was like on the edge of, he kept rolling and he was like fully going to die. And we get, I gave up all my like healing potion to him to like get him back. And I don't like the crow. And I, and I was really like, you ain't dying on me, chap. Like it, it felt really like, yeah. So it's very, very, your group will be like, we'll say, you will come back. We'll get you. You know, yeah, it's really nice. That's and so it does. Nice. It really does feel like there was a point when we were like, and so obviously you fight things. Like if you just went on a, I suppose you could just walk on through the woods for as long as possible. But I suppose if, the game does want you to like do adventures and fight things and steal stuff and get things and find clues and go on to the next place. There was a point where like we'd all like leveled up and got like new powers we were quite excited by, and we like met these whoever bad bandits and then one guy was like the crow was like I like spread my massive wings and fly into the air and then this one guy who's got these really big hands <laughs> he was like I smash my big hands and I grow like twice as big this and is I- Tessa's absolute invention he does not have big hands he has hands got big hands <laughs> no he's got big every gloves. single time <laughs> Anyway, everybody just like, and then someone was like, I get my broadsword out. And the cleric was like, I heat up my big hot hands or whatever. <laughs> and it really did feel like we were like in the Justice League of being like, here's everybody with their skill. They're different and um, com- compatible skills, you know, yes. and everyone was looking out for each other. So it's, but it, it, I, that's yeah. a, also, I think, a very good example of, I think, one of the um, one of the interesting thing about the game is that it can really be about the consequences of your actions, not just what you choose to do. So mm. these guys made a real mess in a town that they knew was good it was already sort of like being like occupied by this like horrible thieves guild group mm. they made a real mess in the middle of the town square 
killed a few of them to show off having already like <laughs> got these big hands. stayed in this you know made friends with some yeah, of the we villagers slept in the and pub that blah, night blah, blah, like very much we just like fucked everyone up and then they just were like oh we've made a mess bye and they you left and did a whole other thing for like 10 days because I really fancied this necromancer we met <laughs> And now they've come back to the village and no no shit. Raised to the ground. The whole thing's on fire. People have been kidnapped, like and it that wouldn't have happened if you guys had stayed. And this is the dungeon master making a note that they've just made done this and being like, later on they're gonna have to have consequences. Right, okay. And also tell me when you say about you're doing this campaign and you've been doing that for a year and you've gone on all these it sounds it sounds insane yeah, I understand not insane actually no I do understand it now but it, like when you go on um, detours there obviously is a must be like a main objective and you can win the game the it, game can end wow hell <laughs> I mean, it's, it, ship it's, it's, it, but it's down to like you know what people around the table. So the the published adventure that we are running runs mm. from level one to level five. Currently, you guys are level four. Oh, so once you get to level five, you there's can like no more it. book. You know, you've, right. there's you've found the guy, or the guy is dead, or you know the right. mines are there, or the mines are not. Whatever the conclusion is, okay. And but then there will be a conversation that we as a group will have. I'm imagining in a few months' time, not necessarily when we're at the end, but towards the end of like, A, does anybody want to keep playing generally? B, do we want to start something completely new? Mm. Do we want to go and be pirates on a boat? Do we want to do like something that's more like Western tinged in a desert? Like, you know, there's Mm. loads of options. Or do you guys want to, are you so into your characters that you would like to not stop at level five and keep going? The, The rules go up to level 20 and you can like... You can kill gods. You can, like, oh, wow. you become, you know, demigods, basically. Oh. And so, like, if you guys are like, A, we all want to keep playing, we all want to keep playing with this group, B, we love these characters, then I will be like, okay, is there a published adventure that goes from level five, or am I making this up as we, like, am I building this story it's now? It's a lot that, I've got to say, the dungeon master is, is holding a lot of this. Yeah, I don't think you yes. need to when you when you start. That's, right, you know, yeah. we're deep, we're deep in. And there's been like, yeah, there's been stuff based on our characters and like bits of Tessa's character's backstory that I think like there's this place that everybody's joking about going to or not going to called Thay, which is like where all the necromance, necromancy wizards are. And Did I you like, fancy them? I fancied one necromancer. He's dead now. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I can totally imagine if everybody like wanted to, that like potentially like, Going to Thay and like that whole thing is like that's not in a published adventure, but it's very possible and plausible if you guys wanted to. If you guys wanted to do it tomorrow, there's nothing stopping you. There's nothing to say like you have to stay within these books right. because the, op- the opportunities are endless. There are just consequences to your action. So much of it is about seems to be about finding someone who can be a d- dungeon master. A bit, I think it's a big part. Of it. And, and you probably also, if you're listening, you probably be like, you probably will already know a dungeon master. That's but the they don't thing. talk they don't. about no it. One ta- no, no one, one talks, talks about, about it. it. So do a, a sneaky Instagram story yeah. like Owen did and be like, do I know any DMs, brackets, dungeon master, just in case uh, they're not. They but don't also call. like, you know, the people who may not have DMs before but have played before who would be up yes. for like giving it one, go- you know, a lovely afternoon or an evening yes. all around a table with a bunch of people who haven't played before. Lovely. Because there has been such a resurgence in Dungeons and Dragons over the last five years or so, like there are so many tools available mm. to play online, to play virtually, or to just find people. I can't recommend it. 
enough as a as a dumb and if you you can't find somebody who has been or wants to be a dm like we when i first started playing we none of us had ever played and Mm. my friend chris was just like i'll read the rule book like that and i'll turn up and i won't know any of it but like i'll have done that that's the that's the amount of groundwork that you have to do Mm -hmm. and it's not impossible for you all to have in fact it's very probable that you will all have a very very fun time even if no one knows what they're doing. Because it's, it's make it's make believe. It's it's, it's playing believe, pretend. Yeah. When I say like we had to do this whole quest because I fancied the necromancer, like it was Owen. It was Owen doing a voice, you know. <laughs> it wasn't like a different person. So like that's the like you know, it's all just like it's just imagination for a bit. And, yeah. we, and how often do you get to do that as a grown up, you know? And how much you lean into you know, some people play and do voices for their characters or some you know, people do incredibly sexy necromancer voices. Right. Yeah. So like you don't if you're like, oh my God, do people have to do voices and characters and stuff like no. There are people in our group who I would say in fact nobody particularly is doing no one does a voice. There's mm. a bit of voices, but we as a table are not doing any anything impressive. It's like it's not like that. It's just about like it's like group storytelling almost. God, it's like, very primal. You know, yeah. Kate in the caves, they probably did all this, right? I Building think, I think they, they did. Roll those dice. They rolled those they bits roll of old dice. bone, and then um, we are nearly coming to the end. Um, if you would like to join us for more, you can come and find us at the Patreon, where we are going to be playing a very quick but very exciting. Not even quick, I suspect. We have a month. Um, we're going to go play a game on the Patreon. But for the minute, Owen's going to build me a witchy druid, and um, please, he's going to get a special Patreon. character sheet for her. We should probably just do this every week, so because uh, I just want to play <laughs> hey, so much. There's a there's a lot of money in D and D podcasts now. Oh my god! Yes, oh, yeah, that, that'd be quite. Uh, that's a good tip to listen to some D and D podcasts, and you can listen to other people so much do stuff it. Watch now, of course. Isn't questing time that Paul Fox got? Is yeah. that questing time D&D? that Paul Fox got? There's a podcast called um, Critical Role. Critical Role. Which is now like a huge its own production company. It's just had an oh. Amazon animated series based off one of their campaigns. Oh Dimension Twenty is real good. It's okay. really nice and like condensed and edited down. I like that. It's real good. This yeah. is good. Dimension their first 20. season is really fun, and it's like what if D and D was a John Hughes movie? So it's like they're oh, all at high school. This is great. Over like an adventuring academy, and it's just very very good and. And a, a nice place to start, I think. Thank you so much, Owen. That Thanks was for so having great. me. Um, where can people find you on Twitter and Instagram? Uh, find me on Twitter at Owen underscore Donovan and at Burke's Nest for oh, yeah. the work stuff. For some great <laughs> comedy shows. Yeah, they're always promoting incredible live comedy and up and down the country. And me, it's only sorry, it's only me. The entire company is just me. Um, if you would like, if you would like us to um, do another one of these episodes about hobby fun stuff. Please um, DM us or, um, at Nobody Panic Pod or email us on nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much, Owen. We're going to go play. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Get your you, get your light armor, your simple weapons, you common <laughs> halfling, and and let and see you in the next tavern. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. <laughs> 